Scaling your law firm doesn't have to be difficult. It's all about mastering a few key strategies, systems, and mindsets. Welcome to the Scalable Law Podcast, where we talk about how you can increase profit in your pocket and time in your calendar. My name is Carolee Fontanelli, and I have successfully scaled my firm so that it doesn't solely rely on me. Now I love teaching other law firm owners how to do the same. Let's transform your business starting now. Welcome to another episode of the Scalable Law Podcast. I am your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and it is great to have you tuning in here to listen to the latest episode of Scalable Law. So I'm going to get straight into it today. It's going to be quick and snappy, and I'm talking marketing again because it's going to be a huge year in 2023. And if you want your firm to be ahead of the crowd, you are going to have to get on the marketing bandwagon and make a plan. But in saying that, there's a whole lot of things that you can do to make sure that when you do implement your marketing plan, that it doesn't fall flat on its face because you have got everything else lined up. Now, what am I talking about? Well, it's one thing having a great marketing plan and executing a great marketing plan, but what about if you don't get the basics right? So for example, the basics are making sure that you have availability in your calendar so that when people are calling, you actually can take that appointment. These sorts of things make your marketing plan actually work because if you have a marketing plan and you're getting plenty of inquiry, but for whatever reason, things aren't working once the call lands at your firm, then you are in trouble because you're spending all this money and effort and time on marketing for things to only go astray once people actually come into your firm. So let's talk about getting the basics right because if you're going to spend all this time and money and effort on marketing and getting that phone to ring, you really want to make sure you have these things locked down first. Now, you are going to need a pen and paper for this podcast because I have got lots of tips for you and I don't want you to miss any. If you are driving or walking and you don't have a pen and paper, that's cool. You can head on over to the website scalablelaw.com and you can find in the show notes um, all of these tips. So I'm talking here from experience because as the firm has grown, for me, as my firm has grown, things can fall off and from time to time we need to audit and check these things. We have to remember that as we let go of our firm, like we stop doing the calls ourselves, for example, we have to then make sure that our team is trained exactly as we want them to be so that everything can fall into place. And you're the one that's investing in the marketing. So you want to make sure that when people do pick up the phone to ring you, that everything is super, super easy. So let's kick off with the first one. Now, the first one is uh, the first basic to get right starts at your website. How long does your website take to load? So for example, if you are you doing Google ads or you've been spending money on um, SEO and you want people to land on your website, but when they land on your website, it tick, 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 
tick and doesn't load, guess what's going to happen? People are going to bounce off. We're so impatient these days. We want everything now. We don't want to wait five seconds for a website to load. So you need to make sure that your website is loading no more than 2.5 seconds. Now, from time to time, your website will slow down because you'll have things in the back end that aren't optimized. So it's really important that you do check this on a regular basis, probably twice a year, and have someone look at your website to speed it up. Now, there's tools that you can go to online. Just Google check uh, website speed, and then you can go load your website and check the website speed and make sure that it's working. Because imagine spending money on ads, someone clicking your ad, and then it taking too long to load. You've now been charged for the click, but you don't even have anyone visiting your website. That That is a disaster. So make sure you have a fast loading website, number one. Number two, back to the website, are all your phone numbers and call to action buttons clear on your website and also your social media? People are impatient, like I've said before. Um, We are exactly the same. And think about yourself when you go to a website. You don't want to be hunting around trying to find the contact page. The other day, I went onto a website for my daughter's uh, orthodontics. And I went to the uh, contact us page and it wasn't linking properly. The button was broken. So then I had to hunt for the phone number, you know, and that's enough to put people off to then go and find someone else that's more convenient because they can find the number quickly. So make sure that your firm's phone number is not hidden in the footer. Don't worry about how it looks. It needs to be at the very top of the page. You need to have your calendar link at the top of the page. You need to have call to actions like book now at the top of your page, everything above the fold, because I think it's something like 75% of people and visitors spend the time on that above the fold page and they don't scroll down. So you've got that little bit there that you need to optimize. So make sure that your buttons, phone numbers, all of that is very, very clear on your website. It's so, so important. Number three, are your website contact forms adequately connected to the correct email? So for example, when you say contact us and then there's a form to fill out, does it actually go to the right email address? Is it connected? Because sometimes, you know, when you build out a website, it's a big job, right? And it's these little things that can go missing. So make sure that when like you are typing in a con- in the contact form that that email is going to your receptionist or whoever's in charge of making those appointments. Now, I know for me, I don't have the skills of a receptionist. That's not my skill set. So if emails like that come to me, things can go astray because I don't book appointments in properly and all of that kind of stuff. So make sure it's not you doing it. Plus you're the CEO of your business. You're too busy to be doing things like that. So make sure that the email is correctly connected to whoever it is that it's their role to be booking those appointments in. And then make sure that they are responding quickly. 
I recently went to Melbourne and I booked, um, I contacted two uh, limousine companies to do a transfer from the airport to the city um, via the uh, their form on their website. Both companies got straight back to me. It was so awesome uh, and I booked one of them. Now, uh, if they hadn't, then I would have just moved on to someone else. So it's really, really important that when someone does fill out a form for an inquiry that you uh, have someone who is instantly as as soon as practicable uh, emailing them back or phoning them now number four do your phones get answered promptly Uh, again it's like website speed if your phones are not answered promptly say within three or four rings potential clients hang up and move on to the next law firm remember that people are googling and they are uh, trying to find um, someone to help them. And if you don't pick up the phone promptly enough, they will move on to the next one. So again, this is you know, um, testing the team out, get people to do some calls, find out what it's like to ring your office and make sure that you are training them to uh, answer the phones promptly. Um, what happens when you know, there's a lot of calls coming in at once? How do they deal with that? Um, and how many rings is there at the expectation that you expect your receptionist to be picking up the phone? Those sorts of things are so important. They're small, but they really do add up and make a big difference. And then that leads me on to the next one, which is your receptionist themselves. Do you have the right person answering the phone for you? How is your the tone of that person? Are they skilled in terms of they know what to do with the calls? This person is the first impression of your law firm. So we want them to make, be you know, friendly, we want them to be welcoming, we want them to not be dilly-dallying around, we want them to be prompt and know some answers. We also want them to you know, know their limitations and be able to really easily say things like, I'm sorry, uh, I can't answer that for you, you'll have to speak to a lawyer about that, but I can most certainly pass you on to a lawyer or whatever it might be. Um, So they need to be confident, they need to be friendly, they need to be efficient. Or again, you may lose potential clients and then you spent all this money on marketing only for it to fall flat. So we don't want that. Uh, I've already mentioned this one. So this is number six and it's about uh, email inquiries getting responded to quickly. So are we answering at five the phone um, well? Are we at six? Are we getting email inquiries responded to really quickly? Make sure you have a system in place to ensure that that happens really well and that people are not left lingering uh, and waiting for like five hours, for example. If an email inquiry comes through, people really expect a quick response within the hour. So have you got a system in place to make sure that that happens? Uh, do you do you know what's happening to those email inquiries? You might not even know. You are a busy law firm owner. You are running client files probably. Um, you've got a lot of things to worry about. And sometimes, you know, we forget that other people in our firm don't think like us, but if we train them and teach them and set them up with some expectations, with some policies and procedures around little things like 
how quickly you, you expect them to respond to an email um, that comes through from the website, then that's going to really help. So number seven, um, can prospective clients actually get an appointment with you quickly? So what that means is, for example, if you have a calendar app on your website, do they have to wait for a whole week or can they get in now? Or if they ring, is there availability in your calendar? Now, this was a real problem in my firm quite recently, actually, because I would hop on to the calendar app to see what my potential clients were seeing. And I was spending all this money driving people to the calendar app to book appointments. And then when we opened the calendar app, it looked like there was no availability. Now, this was happening in my firm because the calendar app was hooked up, connected to every lawyer's calendar. And so what they were then doing is they were blocking time out for client work and not leaving openings for new appointments, which just does not work because then it looks like we have no availability when in fact we do. So I've done a little work around and made sure that the calendar app is not connected to each lawyer's calendar because um, of that reason. And so what we now do instead is we have one calendar app that's open all the time and there's 100% availability. And because we have seven lawyers who can take initial appointments, the receptionist then fits them in wherever they can fit in. Um, But in terms of when a client contacts us on a calendar app, or through the website, we look like we have full availability and that way it's more appealing to the client. Because imagine, for example, you are wanting someone to help you with your legal problem and then you hop onto uh, one website and they've got no availability until next week, but then you hop onto another firm's website and they've got availability today, tomorrow, and the day after. Which one are you going to pick? right? It's really, really simple because I know which one I'm going to pick. So make sure that you've got that availability in the calendar. Now, there's a couple of other things that can really, really help. And that is making sure that you set up um, client reminders so or reminders to prospective clients for their appointments so that they actually show up to their appointments because otherwise you end up with a whole lot of no-shows and you've spent all this money on marketing only to get appointments booked in and no-shows. So what can you do to actually ensure that the client is turning up to the appointment? That's really, really important. And then once your client actually comes to the appointment, so now we've had success, right? We've converted the client from an ad or from SEO or from a referral or whatever it might be to an appointment, an initial appointment, either paid or free. And then what happens next? Do they know how to retain you? Now, we expect clients will know how to retain us as law firm owners, but they might not know. They need it spelt out. So spell it out how they can actually retain you, what next steps are. So in my firm, next steps are to sign a cost agreement. Um, here's the cost. This is what it could look like. And to put some money in trust so that we can start your work. So once we have monies in trust and we have a signed cost agreement, you, I say to the clients, you have a lawyer um, that is committed to you um, and and you, you're going to know, you know that we will get that work done for you. 
Um, so I just make it really, really clear what those couple of steps are. So if you get these essentials and basics done, you are going to have no hitches in your system before you start putting all of this effort into your marketing and you will be humdinging along really, really well. So if there's no glitches and everything here is running really smoothly like a well-oiled machine, you are ready to start marketing the heck out of your law firm for 2023. Now, I've got some other podcasts coming up where I'm going to be talking more about marketing. Um, we have been doing a lot of work on marketing in the Scalable Business Lounge. We did an entire marketing strategy last week, which was awesome. Uh, I gave everyone this incredible spreadsheet so that they can actually fully plan the entire year, leaving nothing to guesswork. And if they execute these plans that they've created, oh my God, their firms are going to be on fire next year in 2023. Wouldn't that be awesome? Now, you might have missed out on that marketing um, strategy day that we did, but if you want to join the Scalable Business Lounge, it's recorded, it's there, you can sit through it with the worksheets and um, watch the, the video that we've recorded and create your very own um, marketing strategy for 2023 where you know exactly what the budget is, what you're spending, what you're doing, and then nothing is left to um, reaction. It's all then planned out. So I highly recommend it. It's a really great class um, and it's very easy to join the Scalable Business Lounge. You can just head over to uh, scalablelaw.com uh, and there's a free webinar there. It, I tell you all about it and you can join on the back of that webinar. So go ahead and do that. It would be fabulous to have you in there. Righto. Well, have a wonderful day and we will be talking real soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Scalable Law Podcast, brought to you by the Scalable Business Lounge. If you would love to know how you can get more clients without relying on referrals, head over to scalablelaw.com to watch my free masterclass. Until next time, you have got this.